Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Saturdays with Jenny. Hope you're going to enjoy this now because I think it's really, really interesting. I've invited a friend into the studio. His name is Derek Kilpin. He's the CEO of a wine company called Great Domains. And I got a press release, I think, what, three, four days ago? And I just couldn't believe what I was reading. 85,000 bottles of wine from the cellars of the Orient Hotel, which is situated kind of between Pretoria and Joburg. It takes, it would take me about one and a half hours to get there and one and a half hours to get back. It's quite a drive and it is a, an extraordinary place. So this is 85,000 bottles in the Orient Cellars and they are all going to be auctioned. They're all owned by one family and uh, they're auction, going to be auctioned over a period of five to six years. And we were talking and uh, first of all, welcome to Derek Kilpin because I think that what people are looking for a lot of the time are looking for investments and suddenly there's 85,000 bottles and people for sure are going to be buying some of these wines not to drink but as an investment so am, am I right First of all, morning, Jenny. Great. Uh, <laughs> I'm so great, excited. <laughs> great to be in the studio. You said it takes about an hour and a half to get to Mosaic. If you knew what was in their cellar, you would probably take 30 minutes to get there. So that's some of the, the sort of interest and uh, all the sort of uh, froth that we're sort of managing at the moment, which is very exciting. Uh, back to your question. Yeah, the, it's sort of very much a topical subject regarding the investment of wine. And he, for, well, Quibus and his family for sure has built up a collection where a lot of what's in the cellar are wines that are that aren't being invested in all around the world. It's a relatively sensitive subject in a, in a weird way for, for us because a lot of the wines that are in the cellar were bought from us, certainly not all of them, um, but of a lot of the sort of called it the blue chip wines. And the producers are fairly sensitive about how those are handled. I mean, I mean, if they sold in South Africa, ideally they want them to stay in the country and not sent overseas to a Christie's auction in London because it obviously facilitates the, the grey market. But the whole thing is never perfect. And in saying that, I think the main thing about the seller, there are wines that, that people will scramble over, that people are looking for all over the world. But I think the main thing is that it's a, a, a really deep collection of wine um, with lots of old vintages where there'll be an opportunity for wine lovers to almost buy back time, if you, if you like, where the trick thing with building a wine collection is you have to start with the latest vintage and wait for it to mature but now you've got an opportunity to buy wines that are 20 years old that and you that's can why drink. you say you're buying time Absolutely. because you're not maturing them they've been matured under under perfect conditions yeah and whatever as we're speaking there are obviously people who understand wine and and know what they want and you know burgundian wines and bordeaux and 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 whatever and i know there's a lot of that there but there are also people who are looking for they are looking for investments in an a very uncertain world how would you advise them to to get involved in this because i mean i could buy well i, I was going to say you know a second rate bottle but i don't think they're going to be any second rate bottles in this how would you go yeah, about it uh, you well, need advice don't no you? for sure so i think as i say i with the sort of great domains hats on we've as i say got to be very careful and very sensitive to to almost facilitate the the message of investment and things like that because it's not actually something that we 
um, promote for those obvious reasons of, of looking after our existing sort of direct relationships with these producers. But obviously, we've got customers and they're going to want to do what they want to do. And and obviously, I think there's a big, there's a, probably an opportunity, certainly with some of the South African wines, the top end South African wines, which maybe the ones we aren't representing, or maybe even we are, but I think there you where you've got 10 or 15 years worth of bottles from the likes of Eben Saadi, probably yeah. the most <laughs> sort of uh, the one that gets everyone sort of uh, tongues wagging relative to his wines and, and, and what he puts in a bottle. There's Malinu, there's uh, Vinda Constance, 25 vintages, I mean, which is unheard of. Um, so those type of things are exciting because I think there has been, certainly it feels like an uptick in the the worth of some of the top end South African wines where there, there could be some opportunity um, if you, if you, in terms of the investment side. And then I suppose with the foreign side, it does depend on the price. Um, I mean, people, we, we represent um, probably the most sought after and rare red, red wine on the planet, Domain della Romani Conti, and um, everyone, oh, how do you get it? The, the, the point is, if you want that wine, you can buy it like anything, but mm. it just comes at a price, number mm. one, and where did it come from? So you can go into London and buy this wine, but are you willing to pay 350,000 rand a bottle? A it's bottle. not actually a good investment, right. and it's just a crazy amount for a bottle of wine. But if you can get it directly from the source or the importer, then it makes a big difference because there's often a very big pricing differential. So I, th- I think the price is a big thing relative to talking about the investment of some of these wines. So we know, I'm not sure what's going to happen from a pricing point of mm. view, but I do think the one very important thing with the whole sale of the seller which is driven by Quirbus is sort of a very deep understanding and respect of the sort of wine market so he doesn't want to flood the market uh, with a whole lot of wines and and sort of make things difficult for producers that are selling wine or other um, distributors and things like that so I think he, he really wants the wines to go to call it the right people wine lovers people that appreciate wine that want it maybe there's a few people that want to invest in wine which is fine uh, but I think it's also a really good opportunity to find bottles of wine that have as I say where time's been bought where they're in their drinking windows from some of these great estates which you can actually drink and enjoy at home. 85,000 bottles I mean they don't just have one huge cellar they've got numerous sellers so how on earth do you get around to selling 85,000 bottles this is going to take about five years yeah well so when we originally started it and I think the again the nice thing is there's there's no rush from from mosaic side which I think is really important I mean if, the, if this was a sort of a flash sale we need to get rid of it and we it, it needs to happen immediately that's not going to be good for anyone so I think the great thing is we've got time it's actually good for the consumer as well because there's it's going to be very strategic in terms of how it's offered uh, how are we going to sell it how are we going to do it it needs time which is what you've <laughs> mentioned the five to six years which I think is a it's a long time but I think it's a good time in terms of being able to do it properly and yeah we will what's that saying about eating the elephant or something just do it slowly we've got five years to do it and and it's going to be really f- exciting and oh yeah you mentioned sorry about the wines they they've got a, a handful of sellers um, actually still quite a few of them on the property itself mm-hmm. and then some else uh, located elsewhere all perfectly stored at 12 degrees and yeah we'll be spending a lot of time in those cellars over the coming years well i mean i i think this i mean in terms of worldwide sales you must have been taking calls from people from around the world 
Well, it's just before I got into the studio. Um, it's not often that it happens, but we we got uh, we've been in communication with. You'd obviously be familiar with the wine publication Wine Spectator, which I don't know. It must be probably the biggest publication in America. I stand to be corrected, but certainly a big, big, big publication. And the editor called this morning to say, "What's going on? We want <laughs> we want to tell our readers in America, which is amazing." Wow. And and I think also Mosaic's done so incredibly well over the years in terms of all the awards that they've won. A lot of them with wine spectators so they're aware of mosaic and i think certainly aware of what they've built in the cellar so why not i mean if you want to tell your readers what's what's going on i wasn't able to give too much information to them because it's, um, yeah, I mean, it's all recent i mean i think all, that's yeah all recent and i think they were they wanted to know if we'd be selling it internationally which is uh, probably only something to be considered at a later stage once we've serviced the south african wine loving public which is what certainly what the priority is so i'd like a couple of bottles of <laughs> Log on to the auctions. Log on to the auction. I mean, that's exactly what's going to happen. So, and, and it's going to be quite diverse. And you've got some lovely ideas, like a party in Mosaic's grounds, and maybe it, you know you pay three hundred rand, you can taste the the wines. I mean, it just sounds to me, you know, we, we're so craving in South Africa just for just a taste of, I don't know, fun and a bit of glamour and red lipstick. You know what I mean? You know, I mean, not not the lipstick bit, but you know. My lipstick's yeah. quite cool today. I, I didn't want to agree with you, and then everyone thinks I'm wearing lipstick. But, uh, <laughs> no, it's uh, going to be very exciting, and hopefully with COVID uh, getting under control over the coming months and years, hopefully, or less than that, we need to get some sign-off from Mosaic and the family. But, yeah, it'll be it'll, there's lots of fun to be had. So, basically, we need to be kept up to speed with things. When something really exciting happens, everybody will know about it, and this is just going to be a monumental task, and you're going to look back on it in about 50 15, 20 years time and say, I did it. Yeah, well, I think anyone that is interested, I don't know if you mentioned it already, there's there's very simply just one email address, which is mosaic at greatdomains.co.za. And that will be the one and only portal where all the communication will be sent to everyone about what's happening when, whether it's an auction or something being done via the Mosaic site and things like that. So I think that's the most important thing for people to know is how to sort of be kept up to speed with what's going on. And it's one simple mailing list and all the communication will be going through that email. Okay, mosaic at greatdomains.com. .co.za, Jenny. Oh, .co.za. Thank you very much indeed. No worries. Saturdays with Jenny. Every Saturday from 9 to 11 a.m. on Kaya FM 95.9. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.